This is CBQ Legacy Comic Book Queers. We're on episode 88, as many keys on a piano. I'm Evil Jeff, and I'm with my lovely host, Brett. Hi, if we were a DeLorean, we would be time traveling right now. 88. Wait, what? Is that the the speed? Is that the speed it has to go to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 1.23 gigawatts. What's that? What's that line from that movie? Uh, 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> One time, I was in a Spanish class in high school, and we watched Back to the Future dubbed in Spanish, and um, I lost my mind when Doc Brown said "uno punto veinte uno gigawatts." I'll never forget that. It was the it was the cutest thing. I love <laughs> I it. Was, like loving that. I love it. Uno punto veinte uno gigawatts. Well, um, um, what fun! What a week! What, what a, a it's week. a crazy week, and uh, I think uh, and there's many times. It's not like surprise, surprise. Uh, this episode is going to be pretty much dedicated to the X Men. What? Well, Compa queer characters only in... talking about the X Men. What? <laughs> well, two women in in uh, specifically. Uh, this episode is going to be about Jean Grey's week and Emma Frost's week. Yeah. Well, but before we get into that, I want to talk about some news going on that does concern the X-Men. So, uh, there has been a leak, a Marvel leak, of the Phase 4. Yes. And I'm very confused. I'm very confused. Why? Because there is, well, mostly because of Black Widow. Did you read what it said about Black Widow? Yeah, so this leak is from a source, uh, a Reddit source, let's say, who correctly reported details about Endgame. So this source, and and other Marvel stuff, I guess, uh, this source is credible. His name's Roger Wardell. There have been two MCU Phase 4 leaks prior, two different photographs of slates, but... People are saying that this guy is probably correct because of his record. All right. So I'm going to list real quick. These, this is like the new movies and then I'll list the sequels. Um, Black Widow, The Eternals, Shang-Chi, Nova. What? Um, and then there will be Black Panther 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, another Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Thor, and Ant-Man, and then a possible development of either a new Avengers, a young Avengers, or a dark Avengers. So already I'm doubting this because it kind of just falls apart at the end. The other two leaks lined the movies up with the dates that were announced. This kind of does and then kind of unravels halfway through there's way too many movies to be the full phase four and it's just kind of like it and then i think there'll be a captain marvel sequel and then some sort of avengers thing oh thanks but here's the thing that i don't understand is it says black widow will star florence Pugh as yelena belova who will be introduced as the new version of scarlett johansson's character well it's co-star not star Okay, that's I was like, so Scarlett Johansson is out, but then I saw things being like, she's shooting it now. And I'm like, what? So it's about there's a new person who's the new Black Widow, and then Scarlett Johansson comes back from the dead? Is that what this is? No, I think this takes place in the past. This is going to be... So she's like the OG Black Widow, and then she takes her place? She's from the comics. It's, she's the blonde Black Widow. That's why I'm confused, because I always thought ScarJo's blonde hair was an homage to Yelena Black Widow. But I was like, oh, they just gave her blonde hair for the hell of it, because now they're bringing Yelena in. She right. winds up be, like going bad. Um, I think I saw her die in an Avengers issue. She, like Something happened to her molecularly. She like exploded. Oh, don't you hate it when that happens? 
Oh, don't you hate it when that happens? Every Black Widow winds up ex- exploding. And then also, it's not talking about, which is weird, but the idea of Winter Soldier and Falcon and WandaVision. Will these, and what's the, and Hawkeye, these are three TV shows. Will they be completely cut off from this new crop of movies? That's a great question. And here's the thing that I just feel that they need to get on board with. The fact that the the TV people and the movie people don't like each other, so they're not connecting the universes, that is like money. That's like a stupid money thing. I feel you'd make more money if you connected them. Yeah, I mean, Netflix specifically yeah. is the animosity relationship. But I like... I. Do, the Freeform show or the Hulu shows, they don't even bother, right? Runaways, Cloak and Dagger. They're all self-contained. And they should make, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That would be interesting if Cloak and Dagger and Runaways were in the same universe. Oh, yeah. But also, those two shows um, got so bad and didn't trust their original material that it's like, who cares? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has let go of their continuity as well. However, one thing I like is, thematically, I feel like they're still kind of paralleling with the MCU. And aliens call Earthlings Terrans on on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Which is consistent with every other space movie in the MCU. That's enough for me. (laughs) Just, Just be consistent in what aliens call Earthlings. And I'm, I'm like, they're connected. That's great. That's all I need. <laughs> it takes so little. Just a shared language. That's it. But if you notice, what is not mentioned is anything with X-Men. So Thank God. I but okay, here's here's where I think it's bullshit. I predict that Wolverine will be introduced at some point way earlier than all the other X-Men. Oh, and I say it's gonna happen in Shang-Chi too. Why? Because I just, I feel like we're going to get Storm in Black Panther and we're going to get Wolverine in Shang-Chi. Was Wolverine ever connected to Shang-Chi? Isn't no, Shang-Chi Chinese? He was Japanese. He does the whole Japan I thing. know. I'm not saying because of the Japanese. I, I just think if there's a franchise to introduce Wolverine and Storm through, it'd be Black Panther and Shang-Chi. I would be down with that. I would be down if they discovered a goddess in one of the Black Panther movies and it's fucking Storm. That would be amazing. I fucking love that. Ugh. I would love that. But in addition, but there has been talks. It's They are discussing it because there was an interview with someone by the name of uh, Victoria Alonso. She's the vice president of production at Marvel. Yeah. And they asked her about where the X-Men fit and she gave that same thing of like, you know, oh, it's way down the line, blah, blah, blah. We're not sure what's happening yet. But she did say, I think the name X-Men is outdated because there's so many women on the team. And I don't know if that is a hint that they don't want to use the name X-Men and maybe just use the characters. But I find that troubling. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I find, I mean, gosh, what a fundamental. And then, and then, and then we can just talk about politics for a second. Is, there, is it a fundamental problem now in the world of PC culture to have women on a team called X-Men? It was brought up in the movie we're about to talk about, but we'll get to that in a minute. I don't know. I, it could just be some throwaway joke that she was making. Because she gets nervous in interviews. Who knows? But I hate the idea that we can't use the term X-Men anymore because it's it's like a term. You can't use the word men in a team that has women yeah. in it. That's what like if... now there's a whole thing now where they're saying that um, it's a hateful term to say like, hey, guys. <laughs> Um, I do feel weird when I call a group of people that include females. Hey, you guys, I do feel kind of like a jerk. What do you say? I hey, say, hey, guys. Um, hey, Terrence. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Terrence. Um, hey, I have no idea, but I don't know what they're going to do with X-Men, but just I think we need to let them chill for a sec and we'll talk about why later. But 
going back to that slate, Nova? Why are you so weirded about Nova? Because we've never, I don't, I feel like we've never heard rumors of Nova before. There's been no Nova announcements. So you feel that that's why it's bullshit? No, it's just surprising. There's been no Nova buzz. Maybe there was early on that the studio was looking at making a movie about Nova. I mean, shit, they were introduced, for fuck's sake. But And they were just wiped out. Here's the other thing, is I feel that right now, Phase 4 should be called Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel. <laughs> I just feel like Nova Shang-Chi, like, I'm all for having, like, a, an Asian-led uh, movie, but just I just don't feel like... These movies don't have the same buzz factor as a Spider-Man or an Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're going to yeah. center everything around this. Like, and you can be like, oh, Captain Marvel was a big hit, but she's still not in the zeitgeist like Wonder Woman is. Like, she didn't turn into the new Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what are you talking Like, that was what was true about Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor before these movies. No one knew who the fuck they were. All the studios passed on buying those characters. Sony was like, no thanks, we'll just take Spider-Man, you can keep that crap. But uh-huh. but they at least had a huge following in comic books. Nova and Shang-Chi don't have a big following in comic books. That's what I'm saying, there's like no following at all to like get buzzed Yeah, but it. neither did the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well... I think that's I think that's what they think. I think they they think, they think we did they it with can, Guardians. They think they can do it to anything. But here's why you can do it to Hell Guardians yeah. when there's like one movie with a whole bunch of well-known established stuff. But when you're doing all unknown stuff, like when you have Shang Chi and the Eternals, who the fuck are any of those things? We'll find out. I don't know. I just we're feel it's we're so we're so invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe itself now. I just feel like they just need to make some con- meaningful connections to the broader universe. One be like, I love it. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's but wait, time. Oh, wait, Black wait. Widow. Wait, not okay. yet, because going back to Black Widow, um, this clearly takes place in the past. No, I saw other things where they're saying that it, that she is resurrected. There's other oh, no things shit? coming out, yeah. Because I think Black Widow would be... I'd be surprised if they don't give us information about the five-year gap through Black Widow. What not the five-year gap the most interesting place to set a Black Widow movie, considering we know nothing, very little about it, considering it was just so major and tragic, and considering that she played such a global leadership role, I want to know about how Black Widow navigated in that world. And I want to meet like some, some political clout of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I want to meet the, the power grabbers. I, wanna, I want Norman Osborn in Black Widow because it took place during the five-year gap and he's this crazy fucked up businessman who tried to grab power. That's what I want. I want the, I want the politics of the five-year gap in Black Widow. Well, That's I, what I'm hoping for. I think it's not true because the new leak is there's, a, there's an image of her Waking up in a lake holding a reddish stone. <laughs> Come on. It's fake. It's fake out. You think that's a fake out? I think it's fake out. Or she meets a precog. <laughs> Although I will say the picture, it doesn't look like the weird place where she had the soul. It's like not that weird otherworldly place. She's like in, just in a lake. Like holding a big it's red just thing. A lake. Like a glowing red yeah. thing. So who knows? I will just also say, I when when a character dies, I'm not interested in a prequel anymore because there's no stakes. There's no stakes of like what's going to happen to them. It's like, well, they're going to be okay. That's why I couldn't really get into the solo movie. I couldn't get into Better Call Saul. Like I can't get into these prequels when I'm like, I know what eventually is going to happen. It's just yeah. Yeah. and. Especially if it sucks. Like, yeah. does anyone want to watch a Game of Thrones prequel after that? Well, but here's the difference with the Game of Thrones prequel is it's set 500 years in the past. So it's literally like there's no connections to anything of the, of the, of the current ones. Well, I'm bored already. But not as bored as I have been recently. <laughs> 
We going into it? Let's go into our next topic. The release of the latest film in the X-Men franchise, Dark Phoenix, written and directed by longtime producer Simon Kinberg. All right, so... Should we do our one, two, yes, three? Yes, yes. <laughs> Ready? One, yes. one, two, three. Hated, Hated it. it. But I... I there were part I wasn't minding it in the beginning, and then it just took a horrible turn for the worst. Oh, it it it's astounding how it managed to be both incompetent and boring. I, I what a feat! Also, what how a you Phoenix can have level omega level long boring scenes of people talking, and yet no character development. <laughs> Why did we double down on Simon Kinberg? The guy that wrote X3. Like, really? He he deserved a second chance at telling whatever the fuck story he thought he needed to get out? Did I need to see Jean Grey kill her parents again? No, I did not. I don't even need that to be part of the Phoenix story. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. So you start a movie by showing you what a little fucking asshole the main character we're supposed to be rooting for is. She's a little demon. But that would even, be... F- like, even, even the actress was soulless. Yeah, that would be fine if then they set up a whole thing of why she's not like that anymore, but it's, like, lurking underneath. There's, like, no... And I think but maybe they were like, plot. oh, we, we can rely on the past... We can rely on the past movies. Like, not really, because she didn't have any character no, development she in was, those. Yeah, she was minor in one movie, and we'll get to the connections uh, to Apocalypse later, or lack of... But we start off with Jean Grey killed her parents. She's a little sadistic prick. Where am I? Where am I caring about this this character, this girl? Is she the villain? <laughs> well, I think. And then at the they, end, the big end. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say what they're looking. He was looking to make this like some dark psychological thriller action movie, like Logan. But he just, oh. it just, but the, in order to do that, you really have to dive into character. And instead, everything was just cliched platitudes and cliched, like, yeah. tropes. There was nothing, yeah. like, it was like, no. There was action. no tension building, uh, no successful tension building. Every line like, people said, at one point my boyfriend, <laughs> where he was like, your power readings, they're off the charts. And he, my boyfriend was like... <laughs> Oh, is that a power reading machine? <laughs> He's like, what is that thing? And I'm like, I just shut up, shut up, let me watch it. I will Like her big Yeah. Her big revelation at the end is no, my emotions make me strong. Is that the story we were supposed to be watching? Is is that the payoff of the storyline that I was supposed to be following? Was it about her emotions the whole time? Like what the fuck? The, it it was so it failed at story, like the basics of storytelling. Yeah. And every line of dialogue, especially, and I love uh, Jessica Chastain, but her character literally was like, what a shame. Now you must scream. Like that was literally everything your, she your said. Your villain, your villain like is a person, is are aliens with no personality. Yeah. And yeah. no real point of view, like no sympathetic point of view. I mean, it's, they're the fucking Dabari. Okay, so they're the aliens that Dark Phoenix killed when she ate that star. But there so, were, but that's but that's interesting only when Jean Grey killed that star. And in this right, one, she didn't not, do it. The Phoenix did. It, it, not, the Phoenix wasn't even like a fucking Phoenix. It was like a like this cloud of energy. And they're like, we hate that cloud of energy. We're going to control that cloud of energy. That cloud of energy is inside of you. I'm like, and, what? and then here's the thing where she's like, we're trying to contain that energy, but no one, it can't enter anyone without them dying until you. And then she's like, put it in me. I'm put like, it in me. Didn't you just say that everyone else dies? Oh my God, these fucking aliens. Wait, how about these aliens like just discover earth and then like five minutes later when they're in their human forms one of them's like i'm fbi when did you learn about the fbi that when in that time you knew did you know to just go get an fbi agent you how uh, did you learn our government like what how did you know about fbi or there's just a lot of things like that where then where gene gray goes to see her dad and then the police come uh. and i was like 
Pierce. Why, who called the police? Like the who dad called the police. The dad didn't call the police because he was there the whole time, and then she hadn't done anything bad. There was no reason for police to come with the sirens blaring. Like it made no sense, and she it, literally hadn't done anything. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, she was already on the rampage. This is before the rampage. It was like, woo, woo, oh, no, Jean Grey. And you're like, why? Right. Why? She was just coming, like, she was just hanging out, going to see her dad. Like, what, <laughs> what, was, the, what was the problem? At least in X2, the little brother, they show a scene of the little brother calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. I rewatched X1 and X2 before this. And it did start, like, both movies start with Xavier being like, the th- you know, evolution is this. And this evolution. time it starts the yeah. same way in black with Jean, but this time it's Jean Grey talking. Which, in the end, in the oh. beginning, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then the whole, like, oh, we're going to go up into space and try this out. And, oh, we're going to try and save these people. I was like, I'm kind of down with all this. It's fun. This isn't that bad. I'm not, this isn't that bad. And as soon as they got back to Earth, it just went to crap but i was so pissed during the space stuff i mean part of me was you know glad to see the classic phoenix story kick off but the other part of me was like then why the fuck did she manifest the phoenix in apocalypse oh again? yeah no there was it made no sense for the phoenix to not just it's be the same it's the same guy writing this right like yeah. everything set up about gene in the last movie this makes guy no sense. wrote yeah, makes was no ignored sense. yeah why why did she cook the walls in her bedroom and everyone was freaking out and afraid of her and then she manifests the fucking what is happening like what is happening yeah it, it how, it, it how is it this bad it didn't make any how is sense. it this incompetent it didn't make any sense at least oh I want to see what the, I want to see the end. Like, I would love to see the end in space. Did they edit the whole thing? I wonder if, like, how far along was it? Because originally it was all in space. I would be interested to see that. Oh, and then there's other weird character developments. Like, oh, Nightcrawler is just going to start murdering everybody. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, is, I'm not saying like Nightcrawler would never do that. Like this is this is not the X Men fan talking. This is the person who like just a human who responds to storytelling talking. And why did why did he do that? Was there like were we supposed to? Is there some story about him keeping something feral in check? Like what? Yeah, that you needed to have some kind of setup for him to snap like that. Right. There was nothing. It was paying off nothing. And. There's just so many characters. Okay, so let's let's can we go into side characters for a second? Oh, I love you. Yes. Okay. That's exactly what First I to of do. all, Dazzler is doing a concert during their like after school party. What? Huh? Is she a student? There was no. There was no audio equipment. Is she a student? Huh? I don't know, but why is she disco? It's 1992. Why is she discoed out? Nobody was doing disco in 92. It made and no why sense. is it even in 1992? What is the point of that? Why is this 10 years after Apocalypse and they still act like fucking children? And at least if it's 10 years later, then that means it's almost 40 years from first class. Can we give Magneto gray hair at least? Because this is supposed to be in the same world as X-Men 1, which means they are seven years away from, from, from looking Fassbinder like looking Stewart. like Ian McKellen. At least give him some fucking gray hair. <gasps> All right, side characters. Um, who do you want to start with? Okay, so, okay, the same guy who destroyed his version of Psylocke in X-Men Last Stand decided to do Celine. Did you know that was Celine? I didn't know that was Celine until the, the black woman was thinking, yeah, Celine. When, had when the, she got, I laughed hysterically at her death scene. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. But then I was laughing. I stopped. I went, wait, did he just say Celine? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she like gives the smirk, like we got this. And then just someone grabs her head and pulls her off her train and kills her. It was so <laughs> stupid. And then the other guy. The other guy. Was that was the worst character ever. It was racist. What? It was <laughs> racist. That was a racist character. His power whole... was he could whip people with his with his dreadlocks. 
Oh my god, the whole time I was singing, I whipped my hair back and forth. <laughs> that was and so Willow, bad. Willow Pinkett Smith, who was it that? It was so bad. And it was like, of all like the Alkalites, <laughs> the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, all of the people that worked with... Any, any character. The Hellfire Club. All the people that worked with Magneto. You're like, no, I want to do this black guy with... With, like, with... Who whipped people with dreadlocks? How how and, did you write that down? And everyone's like, we need to do some rewrites. And everyone's like, oh, the whipping of the dreadlocks guy? No, 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 the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is the same guy that wrote X3 The Last Stand. Who made Psylocke. I, I, I never get over that. Awful. And who made Psylocke the, that? And who made the spike guy? Like, the, yeah. the needle, the porcupine guy. Why are you... This motherfucker, you are not creative enough to be making up your own X-Men shit. You're not. Oh, my God. I hate him. All right. Um, let's talk about Storm, shall we? Oh, is she in the movie? <laughs> oh, Storm's one fucking scene was literally, Storm, you stay back here at the mansion. It's too dangerous. They are giving us some jubilee in X-Men, the animated series bullshit. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, she's, she's like, the most powerful out of all of you. Right. Like, other than Jean, she is the most powerful. And what do you have her do? Make some fucking ice cubes? Make ice cubes. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. I li- the thing is, if you, I like the idea. If someone was like, hey, we're going to do a movie and it's like a pure psychological thriller of a woman losing control of her power because she's too strong and then ends up wanting to, to destroy the universe, I'd be all down for that. But the fact that season, the season finale of Buffy season six was basically this and did it a million times better <laughs> with Dark Willow. Yeah. This just, it was like, everything they said was just so, like when she went to see Magneto, whose blood is that? I hurt people. I'm like, talk like normal people, please. Just talk like like normal people. Like, what, anything Jean said, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is this about? Where she's like, you don't understand when I do things bad things happen what and here's the other thing the other thing that makes the phoenix interesting that makes dark phoenix interesting is that there's a darkness and a bloodlust and they even said i looked in there there's all rage it's all anger really well could you have told can you've told her to act like that all it was was her just being like oh it's too much oh i hurt people but i wanted to see her reveling in it like a villain she needed to be like some cersei lannister like evil like black queen villain shit like that's what they did do the most tasteless thing i've ever seen with that xavier marionette puppet scene I was laughing at that too. Oh my god! Oh wait, 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 wait! Before that, that part where she, where he goes there, the other part where it's like there's a million trucks on the road, but no, Magneto needs to pull up a subway train from under the ground. <laughs> and first of all, that's my train. That's my C train. Oh really? Jeff and I, just... Jeff and I looked at each other. We're like that motherfucker. Okay, so he pulls it up from under the ground, even though there's like Mack trucks and buses the same size. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then he has it follow him and bash in uh, the front door. Why? Why? I don't know. Why? There's a dip. Like, you can't have this will look really cool if there's not, like, a reason for it. Like, that, you have to have a reason for it. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, cy- so, Cyclops. <laughs> poor Cyclops. Cyclops and his big juicy lips. That's all I thought about when I saw him. I, I mean, like, seriously, I just wanted so... to make out with him. But uh, yeah, he was useless. Jane, but I like Jane. Jane. Jane, I like Jane. Jane, no, it's Jane. Jane's Jane. Jane, Jane, it's Jane. Jane, no. Jane, Jane, Jane. My God. Like, I get it. I've seen the X Men, the animated series supercut of Cyclops yelling Gene during their Phoenix saga. And all this does is it makes me really depressed being like, there's no way. New Mutants is going to be anything good. New Mutants is going to be trash. 
It is going to be such garbage. It already is garbage. It could be so good. It has the potential to be no. so good. It has the oh potential. I, I hope it never comes out. I hope it's the new Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Like, we hear rumors of it for 20 years, and then finally it appears, and we're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Anyway. It's so, so atrocious. Anyway, um, this is a case of Fox Studios just being like, hey, guy that paid for most of the franchise, you want to write and direct the last one? You've earned it, buddy. Fuck you. Fuck you. I hate Fox so much. Marvel... Marvel Studios, what a great bunch of people. They care. They, they work towards diversity and inclusion. They have fun. They hire indie filmmakers to do big movies. They're wonderful. Fox is like, hey, hey, oh, let me take my hand off your dick. Hey, you want to direct The Last X-Men? You want to write it? Even though you've practically ruined everything before? Yeah. But clean slate. Garbage. But then I just think about how we have to wait so long before anything new will happen who knows maybe omega red will be in the black widow movie Ugh. he's russian i hate omega red wouldn't that be funny if the first mutant we meet in the mcu is fucking omega my red? god i will set myself on fire if that happens <laughs> listen listen um people are super angry about dark phoenix but i've been going to reddit and going on and reading some reviews this week People are equally up in arms over the latest Uncanny X-Men movie. Movie. Issue. Episode. Issue. Whatever the fuck it, it's called. It felt it felt like a movie. Let's talk about Uncanny X-Men 19 by Matthew Rosenberg. People are really hating Matthew Rosenberg. And I'm like, why Yeah. Why do I love it and so many people I love it. hate it? What what is what is going on with me? And basically, the bad reviews of this latest Uncanny X-Men is that there's too much happening. And I'd like to <laughs> say, you're an idiot. You're an idiot yeah. if you feel there's too much things happening. And I will say there is one I ha- I loved Uncanny X-Men. Did you love it? I loved it. I had one qualm with it, and that was it. And I would say that's pretty impressive with the amount of reveals they did. Yeah, what's your qualm? My qualm is that Emma Frost... I almost said Emma Stone. Emma Frost is a badass bitch, and I felt they needed a more... I did not buy when she her breaking and, and giving the information about Hank. Uh, yeah. I yeah. felt her being in a light, bright room. No. You need to do something more... Like, they needed to kill somebody. They needed to do something or torture her more. Just her being stuck in a bright room for a few days that she would then destroy, betray all of mutant kind. That seemed. Well, what was going on with her skin? Did you notice that, like, they they had some sort of effect on, like, her skin was all blotchy and weird? Yeah, but it wasn't said what it was. So I'm like, I wish that was, like, I needed to know the extent of the torture because most people writing is like, she just fucking betrayed everyone. And I'm like, well, if she was being tortured. There's a difference of like, you. I wanted to be believable being like, yes, I believe that she would have caved from that torture. And I felt he didn't do a good job of explaining yeah. that. That's my yeah. only qualm. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. But also, she got tortured to her breaking point, okay? That's the goal, yeah. And so in this, the thing that I was so scared about is like, is she going to be a villain? Right, is she going to be careless heartless fuck to the no and here's why people that hate this fuck you this is why he is great and the dark phoenix movie sucked where she is acting like a total cunt at this like hey everybody i want you to fund my school and blah 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 being an evil bitch and then the bad guys come in and she's like oh you think i'm afraid of these little rejects and then she sees that it really is danny moonstar Yes. And she fucking changes. She's like, oh my God, that's really you. And she changes in a heartbeat because she fucking cares because she's a good guy. Her whole demeanor changes on a dime. Oh, like, I, it was from, so good. It's amazing. It's like, that was the moment I was like, yes, here we are. And throughout the issue, she would go on to have like some equally kind of her hand is being forced into being kind of heartless moments and also some genuine compassionate emotional she's playing a game of chess with this guy being like i need to stay ahead of him because he's he's 
Otherwise, he's going to kill everybody, and I need to get ahead of this, and she can't. It's he keeps staying ahead of her, and she's trying her best, and she has to keep that facade up of being an evil, cold bitch. Yeah. To show that, you know, nothing is bothering her, but then she fucking goes to Scott. <gasps> so, so, yeah, a lot... All right, so, yeah, she does... There's that wonderful scene in the diner where Scott is eating a cheeseburger, and Emma is sitting across from him in the booth, psychically blocking her presence, but talking to him and confessing her love to him and saying that she's going to figure everything out. Yeah. And this is the worst part, is she's going to try and love him so hard and he's just going to go back to Gene. He's just going to go back to Gene. He's going to push her away. He's, he's going to suck. He's going to be like, you're evil. Do. This is the one thing they can't do. They cannot have her being rejected by Cyclops as a reason for her to go full evil. That is misogynistic. Yeah, I I really trust, I hope that Hickman is not going to take us there. Because I feel Part that's like wondering, a, a woman scorned, that is not a reason for you to be a full-fledged bad guy. Yes, please, 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 please. She's better than that. We're better than that. Uh, I'm wondering how much, though, is Matthew Rosenberg being kind of at the mercy of where Hickman needs these characters. Yeah, and that's why the people that are so angry at Matthew Rosenberg, I think Hickman is like, kill as many people off, you just need to get me here. And you need, you need, I need Emma and Sinister together for some reason. Yeah. Maybe. You know, something, stuff like that. <clears throat> There's a Emma Frost Facebook group, um, and there are some people on there who like really hate this because they think it's a mistreatment. Like they're like, my queen would never do that. My queen would never do this. I feel like girls, if her back's up against the wall, if you don't see that this is exactly what she would do, then you don't get to call her your queen. Yeah. And also she's not doing it out of evilness. She's doing it because her back's against the wall. You know what I mean? Like that's why she's doing all these bad things. And mystique the whole time has been captain America. That's been working with the X-Men. There was that fun twist. And the fact that you find out that um, Emma has been, she's been manipulating everything since the beginning of this run. And like a lot of the things that didn't make sense. They're like the things we were like, what the hell? Like, why would he do that? People are mad being like, well, she's just blatantly killing people like the Marauders and this and that. I'm like, Cyclops was part of like, he sanctioned X-Force. Like he greenlit shit like that all the time. And you were okay with it. Logan, Psylocke, all these people murder and everyone's okay with it. But for some reason, when Emma is doing these things, then they're like saying, this is unforgivable. It's like, give me a fucking break. Um, yeah. it's just so fucking good. How does it end? What's, how does it, what's it, where does it It end? ends with Logan showing up right. and being like, fuck you. So this is my qualm is I, Logan is, has a lot of animosity towards Emma. Like in, immediately he's like, I don't drink with people I hate. Yeah. Where does that come like, from? Slow your, where, slow your roll buddy. What's going on here? Cause they it, never hated each she, other. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like, alive for that and they never hated each other. They got along right, like, great. This is the, the same. This, right. Like they they got each other's sense of humor. They poked at each other. She fell into Logan's arms and confessed for the first time that she was in love with Scott Summers. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the cover now, and I was wondering why Emma had a red, like, ruby diamond as her cloak clasp. Mm-hmm. And I realized it's Sinister's forehead thing. It was just a little, like... Mr. Sinister touch and and his cape. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, we find out Emma's been more important to this overall story, this overall run, than we thought. And I'm a thousand percent here for it. I think we only have two issues left. Yeah. It starts in July. So whenever June ends. Shit. Looks like it's ending on on an Emma Frost note. Well, I feel like they need to end this. And then, un- and then Age of X-Man is ending, which it looks like there. Prisoner X, I think, is the key to it all falling apart, is what it seems like to me. Yeah. Um, everything is falling apart. So that's so. it just seems like it's going to fall apart. Nate is going to die. Maybe there'll be some other casualties, and then they all just reappear. Is that what's going to happen? 
I guess they all just reappear, and they're like, well, shit, what do we do now? Everything's very confusing, and then they're all gonna here go comes to Mars. Xavier. Yeah, or, oh, you hear the new rumor? What? It's not Mars, it's um, the world. Phantom X's the world. Oh. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. And but how do they do that? Where the, doesn't, that, doesn't that world have, like, crazy fast evolution where time goes slower? I think they can or control Or time goes that. faster? Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if they're like, we're going to live here, and then they die immediately because they go in and then a hundred years pass. (laughs) (laughs) Someone steps, they shrink it down, someone steps on it. Uh, And the world was where a lot of the Weapon Plus experiments happened in Morrison's run. And, right? Was it? Yeah. Okay. The world was was connected to Weapon Plus. Well, that's the new Weapon Plus is, is another comic that's coming out with Powers of X and House of X. That's right, and I wonder if that's with more Wolverine proof. and Captain America. I think that would make yeah. sense. The thing that I'm nervous about with this new Powers of X is that the, he's like rewriting the whole history of the X-Men, and that scares me. Well, you saw that teaser that Marvel put out with Xavier and Moira, yeah? Which one? Were there, are they ta- is it like they actually talking? This is the most important scene in X-Men history, and it's just three panels one close-up of moira looking forward one close-up of xavier looking forward and then one close-up of moira again oh just them meeting uh, or talking I, I don't even know if it's them meeting how long is moira's dead how long has she been dead for she's been dead for a long time she I, she died like in the um Man, she was like having psychic sex with Xavier. It was like a, a Muir Island story. It was like the early two thousands. I want to was it after Morrison's run? Like when was the um? She was dead before Morrison's run. Oh, okay. So that's nineties then. Was it like the Scott Lobdell run? Probably. Like where yeah, that sounds. Gene was like right. almost becoming Phoenix again. Yeah. Where I could like around around the Psy Wars era. I have so I I try and try to get through the 90s runs, it's hard. I know what else is hard to get through, and I love Claremont. Yeah. Extreme X-Men that was happening at the same time as Oof. Morrison's run. Yeah, yeah. That one's really bad, too. And you're like, how? How is this, Cla- like, the earlier stuff so well-written, and this is, like, dumb. But know what I did love, and you hated it. I loved when he took over the un- Uncanny, when Claremont and Alan Davis took over Uncanny, when Psylocke came back, and then Rachel turned into a dinosaur. Dinosaur, yeah. I know yeah, you don't I like that, it. but that I, that was at least enjoyable, and I thought it was well-written, but whatever. Okay. Ugh, X-Men. 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 Ugh. I really want to go back and watch X2. I think that's the most that's the most successful one. I, re- I did rewatch it. Um... It's so X-Men-y. Yes. Um, I will say it was... um, Watching it again, it's just... You finally... I really really felt what early 2000s fashion was. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, that's so interesting. Like, it was when Jean Jean Grey had that short... Like, if you look at Jean Grey's haircut and X, you're like, oh... That is 2002. Like, that is... (laughs) Like, no one has that hair anymore because it looks awful. (laughs) Chunky highlights. Um, The other thing is it's it's also the effects. When you, like, look at the effects, how dated they are. Um, I'm also still impressed with... I felt like the the Wolverine's claws and... uh, Was it Lady Deathstrike? Her big nails. I was like, that still looks really good for for effects. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. I refused to watch Last Stand. And then me and my oh, boyfriend God. were like, oh, maybe we can watch like all of the first class Days of Future Past Apocalypse, like before the movie. But then we were like, no. <laughs> the only good ones to me are X2, Logan and Days of Future Past. The rest are I agree. enjoyable. I agree. And then there's a whole bunch of trash. Yeah. The first one is fun. It's enjoyable. Like, I would say the enjoyable ones are the two Deadpools, uh, the first one, 
uh, first class, maybe. See, first class, January Jones literally ruined the entire movie. You know that movie was so bad? I'm going to tell you how bad January Jones was. I flipped my car over on the 101 in a car accident on the way back from seeing that movie and almost killed myself. (laughs) You did it on purpose. I was like, ah, January Jones, and I just, like, flipped my car (laughs) over. You thought you saw her? Yeah. Ugh. What an affront that was. Well, I am so glad that that abysmal, awful, tainted, thank you, Brian Singer, franchise it's is dead. over. And it now can I don't start ever want to see New Mutants. Don't, e- don't you know ever what? And I was really just excited don't. for it, but I, in a way, it's kind of like, no, let's just end it. And let's just start fresh. It's like thinking your abusive boyfriend is going to change. He's not going to change. New Mutants is not going to be good. <laughs> Especially, I'd rather you just trash that and then just start fresh with, like, okay, here's, okay, who is a good psychological thriller? Like, who would be a great, like, can you imagine if they were like, oh, we're getting Nolan to do New Mutants? Like, wouldn't that be, can't you imagine that? Like, wouldn't that be amazing? That's what I want. I want to, like, just trash it and let a really good director take it over. And then I want to, I want to go back to, um, I want to end things on, on a happier note. Not just talking okay. about how much we hated Dark Phoenix. So I have a feeling it looks like uh, Cyclops and Emma and Jean Grey are probably going to get back together. Oh, oh, and can we also just say how close my Diamonds and Butterflies series? She was in you're, a fucking you're really, shop. You're really nailing it. Yeah, I really fucking it. I should be writing this yep. goddamn series. Anyway, well, <laughs> wait, what was that? Well, what? What? Well, maybe you should be. Okay, bitch. <laughs> but I want to leave it with this. If Cyclops and Jean Grey get back together, who should be Emma's new love interest? Who should Emma run into the arms of? Hmm. Namor. Boring. I, I have, like her I have a Namor. One. I have a better one. Oh. It's someone where there was like a weird moment for them, from, with them. Tony? Colossus. Oh, yeah. With the scorned Jean Grey. I mean, scorned uh, Kitty, like Kitty Pride. Like Colossus is all scorned oh. from Kitty Pride. And then uh, him and Emma have like a hot, like silver, Damn. like diamond Colossus. form, metal steel sex. Yeah, coat, some coated sex. Uh, he would not know what to do with Emma. <laughs> no way. Well, do you think, but that's the thing is she likes, she likes the tried and true good boy where she's the brains. Emma should be with Rachel Gray. What? That's awful. Think about, think about what a fuck you that would be to Jean. <laughs> like she literally is like, I'm eating her pussy just to piss you off. Yeah, no, Emma should be with Kitty. Emma should make Kitty realize that she's a lesbian. Oh, I am a hundred percent down for that. Right. Or I would down be down for some Psylocke Emma Frost lesbian canoodling. Mm. I think Emma and Psylocke are the only two that could handle one another sexually. Yeah. And mentally. Yeah. It's almost as if they should team up. Diamonds and butterflies. All right. Um, all right. We did it. That's enough. We, we, we got it out. I feel a lot better. That was like therapy for me. I needed to yeah. vent. I will say I went in. I think you're, but I, I'm surprised how angry you are about it because I went in knowing it was going to be horrible. So when it wasn't good, I just was like, okay. Like I wasn't mad because it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I knew this is what was going to happen. I, it, it. I went in there. My last thought was like, okay, I know it's going to be boring, but maybe I see there it is the maybe because it's still (laughs) yeah, it's still Nightcrawler and Storm. It's still X Men. I'm going to like it on a certain level. Nope. Jennifer Lawrence's death. We never even talked about that. Please. Goodbye. All of it. Goodbye. Also making making an evil villain 
the, like the heart of the tr- and being the true good guy of the series also just doesn't make any sense to me. It's so so stupid. Then, I had no idea if I was supposed to like or dislike Jean Grey that whole movie. But then people were like, but then she dies and all this happens. But then how did the first X-Men movie happen? And then I was like, well, I guess it like rewrote time. I don't know. I don't know. No, exactly. Like, it, <sighs> Xavier not being Xavier, so he's never going to be Patrick's. Like, it makes no fucking sense. And it's yeah. written by the, uh, Unreal. I hated it so much. <laughs> Yeah. I want to end this show on a positive note, but I just can't. I have to keep bringing it up. It was garbage, incompetent, boring trash. But tune hey in next week to Comic Book Queer's <laughs> Legacy. Um, you want to hear more about the X-Men and, and us get super pissed off over shit that no one even knows about? Uh, come and listen to CBQ Legacy, please. Um, and subscribe. Subscribe to us on... Is iTunes still a thing? I think it no, still it's is. No, it's not. Is it no. not? Is it gone? No, it still exists. No, it's... Uh, for like a, few, like a few more minutes. For the next few minutes, subscribe to iTunes. But but in the end, there will be a separate podcast app. So subscribe to Apple Podcast is what we're supposed to say. Sure. Um, so, or subscribe on Spotify. Um, listen to us. Write comments. Rate us. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Twitter. Just, you know, comment on our existence. We need it. We're like Tinkerbell. If we don't know that you love us, like, we're going to die. And most of all, I just want to let you know... If you read comics, and especially if you like the X-Men, well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you queer. queer. Oh, iTunes yeah. just disappeared. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.